0: Did Don Draper really buy the world a Coke? Did Tony Soprano really die or just order more onion rings? Were those guys really in hell the whole time or was that just the audience? The finales of our favorite shows can make us argue, make us cry, and make us crazy. From Spotify and The Ringer, I'm Andy Greenwald and this is Stick the Landing, a new podcast where we'll be telling the story of modern TV backwards, one fade out at a time. Each episode, a guest and I will choose a celebrated series from history, from the 70s to the streaming era and beyond, and do a deep dive on its very last episode. Was it all a dream? Did it turn into a nightmare? And most importantly, what can we learn about tomorrow's new shows from the way yesterday's ended? TV is a journey. I hope you'll enjoy this podcast about the destination. Starting January 17th, find Stick the Landing on Wednesdays on the Prestige TV feed, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This episode is brought to you by Ugg. Y'all know Ugg is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think Ugg season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from Ugg. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. Ugg has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the golden collection at ugg.com. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability, no system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely.
2: Cold open the best of the week, Cass.
1: What's up, little shoes?
2: (laughs) That was my son, that was Aubrey. Uh, (laughs) I told you he could do it. He's like, he's almost got it down. He almost got it, he almost got it. Listen, for working phonetically, that's he's like he's second only to the, the scorpions or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> here it is. The Cold ocean qu- open question of the week.
3: Oh, he almost fl- flubbed it now, too. He probably said it better than
2: you did. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, win, he wins this one. This is gonna really offend a lot of people. Uh-oh. In terms only of their championship reign. Two people who are in the news this week. Who was the better WWE world champion? Jinder oh, Mahal? Or new TNA superstar Dolph Ziggler. Oh,
3: this isn't going to offend me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it right now, and I've been saying it for a long time. It's Jinder Mahal by a healthy margin. Yeah, by a healthy margin. I don't know, know if I agree,
2: but I want to correct that. Yeah, but I'm just—that's what I thought you would say. Go ahead.
3: No, I mean I love me some Dolph. You know, what I mean, mean. I think I think I think Dolph Ziggler is is incredible, but. If we're talking about just in the way you framed that question, his world championship run was not memorable at all. His chase to be a champion was memorable. His his matches were memorable. His Antikyarano championship reigns were memorable. But we are going on almost seven years, and it is still a topic of much contention to this day of Jinder Mahal's WWE championship reign. And forget the fact whether he should have been champion, whether it was good, bad, whatever, the fact that it is still talked about with as much, you know, it, it, this indecisiveness as it is today, lets you know they're gonna do it again one day, aren't they? <laughs> it's funny.
2: I just thought about this when you were saying the champion of the chase. WWE is under Vince McMahon. Accidentally innovated, like a third lane. Which is bit like the chase champion. Oh yeah! It's like when they put the belt on someone like Dolph, you know, it's just a play to the fans, and the the company is not doesn't back it particularly. Mm-hmm.
3: You're not really main eventing in the show. You're not going on last, so,
2: right? So yeah. I mean, and, and 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 Danielson actually was in the same boat when he won his first strap, right? See, punk and, also, and it's yeah, and it's like it's almost like you got to chase as champion. It's like it's how long can you like you have to? It's it's up to you to keep this going. Mm-hmm. Whereas the flip side. And it's not like gender was like anybody's idea of like a of a of a you know, at, at that point just like an obvious champ. But it was about the championship. It was about the reign. The question you were sort of meta asking yourself was, how is WWE going to keep this going? How, when is WWE going to decide? You know, like what what is the plan? Like you, there must be a plan here. Mm-hmm. We know the plan with guys like Dolph. It's let's just see what the crowd. Let's give the crowd something. You know, and then it's like, now how do we get out of this mess we got ourselves into? <laughs> I mean, speaking, the mess is, is theirs. I would never call it a mess. Dolph was so frustrating at the time because it was so obvious. Uh, And there and there was just so much potential. And that era of Dolph was so great. Oh, Big my e gosh. And, and AJ. I mean, God. Mid-2010's so
3: cool. Dolph Ziggler was one of my favorite wrestlers I've ever seen. Like, yeah. just ever. Like, he, he, was the, he was the best seller. He was putting on the best matches. He was having these marathons with like the Miz and, and these great other intercontinental champions, like Mm -hmm. rocking with AJ Lee. He was so good. And at that point, man, where you could argue he was the most over guy in the company when he was Mr. Money in the bank, because he held it for so long and people just kept waiting and waiting and waiting for him to finally cash it in that when it finally did, it, it took so long. It felt like the money in the bank, Rain was the real world championship rain because that's what he was most popular. Unfortunately, yeah. injuries happened and all that type of stuff. But I'm not going to hinder gender on this day. Okay, he's got a big match tonight for the world heavyweight championship. We're going back looking at the Punjabi celebrations and and one of my favorite moments. I'm not even bsing you in WWE history was him beating Randy Orton in that backlash and seeing just those crowd shots. Oh, the yeah. crowd shots here at JBL on the call, Tom Tom Phillips, Tom Hannafin, doing just all-time calls about <laughs> Jinder Mahal winning the WWE Championship. And that is what wrestling is all about. It's about making those moments. And if you don't think it was worth it back then, the fact that we're still talking about it to this day is all the proof you need that it was a success. No matter how brief it was, it was a success in a vacuum. And damn it, what are the chances that they do it again tonight? What are the chances?
2: You think they're going to go for it? Well, so, okay, we'll talk about that. We'll talk <laughs> about that. Let's just start the show. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skyler Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is roast battle season one champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WB
1: superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I have six Nakamura. AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to show. And you're listening you're to the listening to
2: you are listening to the Masked Man Show. The Masked Man the Show. Masked man the Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show with guys. How you doing, buddy? Welcome back. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. I feel refreshed. I feel you got refreshed. that Roman Reigns schedule on the Masked Man show. <laughs> That's right. That's
3: right. I need I need. I need a week-long promo build for, before I hop on the show now. So, you know, Brian's going to get the, the tees, get the graphics, you know, Kaz returns. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff. I need that.
2: <laughs> you should really do that, Brian. I'm all about that. Listen, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. We had a big episode of SmackDown. Uh, we had uh, T TNA pay per view this weekend that was very entertaining. Very, entertaining. obviously, got AEW. We had a lot of WWE talk. I want to actually some New start... Japan talk, man. Oh, New <laughs> Japan talk too. God, yeah. Everything the way it's, wrestling world's popping off. Just as yeah. Matt Cardona said, get ready for twenty twenty four. It's gonna be crazy. Ooh. Um, I want to start with the very end of SmackDown. I didn't watch SmackDown live on the air, mm. um, but and so I was like scrolling through the results. Before, you know, I, like while it was happening and I saw um, not while it was happening right after it happened. And and I saw that it was AJ and Randy and, and uh, L.A. Knight versus the bloodline. And I was just like, oh, shit, Roman Reigns working a six man on SmackDown. And then I realized that we did not actually work the match, that it was, <laughs> you know, two of the bloodline. Um, uh, and then so that happens. And then there's news that he's not going to be working back or, or elimination chamber or um, or, or or backlash, uh, or at least he's not planned to be there up to yes. this point. Now this yes. isn't shocking. We've talked about the Roman Reigns schedule any number of times yeah. on this show, um, but it does sort of put the the, the who you know. Who, the, the Cody Ro- Cody Rhodes, particularly, in stark relief. Looking at some of these dudes, we look at all the dudes who are like, "I can't believe WWE has all these stars." How many of these guys would actually be on the road defending it every week? Hmm. Cody, Seth. I mean, you can't really say it about Punk. You certainly can't say it about The Rock. You know, if you want to start putting the LA Knights and J Usos and you AJ know Styles. AJ Styles, maybe Randy, Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Yeah. Uh, is it a problem? Write, is that
3: a problem? Randy Orton, they've been they've been kind of. They've been doing a lot of smoke and mirrors with Randy. Lots of tag matches. Lots of oh, he's not going to be in the match. Oh, he's actually coming out. So who knows if he would be, you know, being a, a fighting defending champion every week either. You know,
2: well, this is actually. I mean, it's I don't. Is it a problem for WWE if your biggest star is not working? He's and he's. I guess the, the thing is, most people are making it about the championship. Yes, I get it. I have a hard time really being... I mean, if there's a main event on every show, I have a hard time really being offended by the absence of the champion. I kind of think scarcity does make the heart grow fonder. And also, this is the point of having two world champions. Low-key, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Years ago on our... Uh, old ringer podcast, the hottest take I made the take that America needed a King, maybe not by name, (laughs) but I think we'd be a more functional, we'd have a more functional government. If the person we elected every four years didn't really do anything except like, you know, go to like, uh, you know, just like, you know, raise a a lighter on the 4th of July and like, you know, like cut ribbons and like went to football games and stuff and then like leave the governing to, the people that no one's really that excited about. That's sort of the move here, right? Roman Reigns is like the president of WWE. And Seth Rollins is like the... Um, he's the governing uh, body. Yeah, he's <laughs> hes like the, you know, prime minister. You know, he's the one getting in there and getting dirty. And like, making showing up to shows and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, Roman Reigns could be at either of these events. But is it a problem if he's not? I mean, you... Uh, if it's a problem...
3: It hasn't shown in attendance. It hasn't shown in ratings. Mm-hmm. It hasn't shown in buzz. It would be a problem if WWE was suffering in any way, shape, or form. They not. are not. They're not <laughs> right. They have. They have absolutely. They're. They're probably more loaded with top main event worthy baby faces than they have in maybe the past five years. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think for a while they were very heel heavy. Like the beginning of the entire bloodline era was so heel heavy. I sometimes I think the top babyface was like Kevin Owens, maybe, yeah. you know. Oh, he was, uh, he, was, he, was
2: a, he, he wrestled up, he wrestled Reigns like three consecutive
3: like four, pay-per-views. Yeah, it was like Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and that, that that's it. And in the past like two or three years, you've established Cody Rhodes as a, as a primetime guy. You've established Jey Uso as a primetime guy. Seth Rollins has turned babyface. He's a primetime guy. You got CM Punk back. Like, now you got all of these people, Randy Orton. Uh, I don't know where AJ Styles sort of falls. LA Knight's there as well. You got all these people that folks are willing to pay a lot of money to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. And, for sure.
3: And on top of that, I, it speaks to the health of the company. That you can have your biggest star not have to be at every show. Like, I don't know if it necessarily means it's been bad for being a wrestling fan and, and seeing where the title sort of, uh, you know, means any, you know, makes any difference on on its level of importance. But I'm not going to complain because every time Roman Reigns shows up, I know it's a bigger show than usual. Every show is big now, right? Like every SmackDown or Raw or premium live event feels big. Even when we know weeks ahead of time that Roman Reigns isn't going to be on these shows, right? Yeah. It's still our big shows. But when you add him into the mix, that's when you know it's gonna be insane. Now, another reason I'm I'm not so mad about it is because I feel like we're gonna get some really good stuff in the next couple of weeks with Roman. Really good stuff. You think so? Oh
2: yeah. I what think, do you think is gonna happen?
3: One, I think the Nick Aldis Roman Reigns uh sort dynamic. of dynamic is so interesting. Yeah. Like it's the first time they're establishing somebody in the company with more power than Roman Reigns and they're making it obvious. Like he said, he used a bunch of $5 words to tell Paul Heyman, stop acting like we're equals. We're not (laughs) right. Like I'm your boss. You listen to what I say. And on top of that, we all know Nick Aldis can go also, right? Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, it kind of feels like that's where the collision course is going to be. If it's not Cody afterwards or the rock afterwards, Like, it's going to be a strange sort of... This might be the first time in modern WWE history that we have a superstar authority figure versus a superstar. True. Where the authority figure is kind of the babyface and can can wrestle. And by the first time he actually laces up their boots, no one's going to be surprised that... you know what I mean? That this is this is a former world champion. This is a guy that it's Triple H brought in and immediately established as a big deal, and he
2: proved he's been a big deal. So, you know, what would have been be awesome though if they. I just thought about this while you were talking about it. If before Aldis, they had had a, like a short term fix for the GM, but somebody with like somebody who's like, it would really have to be like like bring back Sergeant Slaughter for one last run, <laughs> make him the general manager of SmackDown, and then have the bloodline off him. Yeah. Like have the blood like have him, <laughs> like he gets into it with Roman or Paul, and then he disappears. And there's just a couple of weeks where people are like, "Where the hell is Sergeant Slaughter?" And it's never resolved. That's it.
3: <laughs> He's just gone. He just slept with the fishes. Or yeah, something. exactly. And then
2: that. and then after a couple of weeks, you bring in Nick like, oh, listen like okay, we really got to you know try something serious now.
3: We got to get somebody here who could, who could hold his own, you yeah. know, and isn't scared of anybody. Uh, so I think that's really interesting. Uh, I, I'm really interested, also. In the Fatal 4-Way, we haven't seen Roman Reigns in a multi-man, mm-hmm. uh, in a triple-threat Fatal 4-Way sort of match in a long time. And I've said this so many times, Roman Reigns' offense is uniquely equipped for multi-man matches, huh. right? Like, the, the 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 Superman punches, the spears, the running drop-by-drop kicks, like the fast, intense, high-impact offense, that is, like, tailor-made for a one one on three, four fatal four way, like every man for themselves sort of matchup. So I think that's going to be, you know, one could argue outside of the WrestleMania match uh, with Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns hasn't really had a memorable showing in the past year, and I think this Royal Rumble match might be the opportunity to really show, like, oh man, like we haven't seen like a straight up like Roman Reigns.
2: Matt Classic in a long time. It's true. I'm very excited about this match. You know what I want to know about this match? What's up? And by the way, you're right. I mean, he is is tailor-made for a multi-man match, second only to maybe Brock Lesnar in the modern era. Yep, yep, Uh, exactly. Of the three people who are in this match that are not Roman Reigns, if the three of them, if this match goes on first, and frankly, I don't think it will, but if this match were to go on first, who of these three you think is most likely to pull double duty and wrestle in the Rumble first, mm. and wrestle in the, the Rumble after the match?
3: Man, probably LA Knight
2: just for the pop.
3: Yeah, I think I think the LA Knight pop would, would would still go off if some if he was screwed out somehow. You know what I mean? If if they, he's the guy who I think is going to have the most sort of. Oh my god, it was so close! Oh my god, he was he was a hair he was a fraction of a hair from, from actually shocking the world and becoming the world champion, then I think he's going to be the guy that ends up getting screwed, right? So yeah. if he does get screwed, he'll find his way into the Royal Rumble that night.
2: And But he's got to you know, get screwed again in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, It's I mean, almost like AJ has to screw him in the title match, and then AJ enters the Rumble right after him and screws him there too. Screws him again, yeah.
3: And then he got your matchup for for you know, Elimination Chamber.
2: Here's what I think they're going to do. I don't think any of this is relevant because I think that the title match is going on last because I feel like the rumble is going to end with a Roman Ro- a Roman reigns, the rock stare down. This episode is brought to you by hotels.com.
4: If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.
1: This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire, you're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from Ugg. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. Ugg has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at Ugg.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.
2: I just don't think The Rock's going to be making that many dates, and I think this is the moment, right? This is, so you and, mean and, to tell
3: me you think The Rock is winning the Royal Rumble? No, no,
2: no, 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 no. Okay. I think the Royal Rumble is going on second to last and I think the main event will be the title match and I think that after the title match, The Rock's just going to come on out separate. No Royal, no royal Rumbling involved. He's just going to come out and stare and stare Roman down. I think, I don't know what's going to happen in the, in the Royal Rumble. But I was thinking about this. I, the more I stare at it, the more I think, you have to embrace embrace that sort of anarchy, and I think it, I think you you have to do Cody Cody and Punk as the final two. Oh yeah, just straight up, just tee it up is like it, the the question is obvious. Which is the main event? Which main event that we know we're you know that we all want? Are we going to get at WrestleMania? Right? Is Cody going to defy the odds and blah blah and you know get his match with Roman Reigns? Is CM Punk going to get his match with Seth Rollins? And then. I don't know what you do actually. You know, I mean I would almost rather it it would almost be interesting if you had Cody Rhodes win the Rumble and and set up the two matches and then have him still looming out there somehow like hey one of these is going to be a triple threat. Which one? You know, or something like that. But I think I think the Cody I think Cody and 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 CM Punk being the final two is the real statement. You know, in the past it's they they've definitely they've done that in years past where they have, you know, two really plausible candidates. But with all the stars they have now, no one is going to spend five seconds buying even a Gunther from last year type moment. Like, no one's going to buy this, like, oh, the, we're going to use the Rumble to elevate somebody move. Because guess what? There's no open spots right now. <laughs> you know, like, who in the world, who would you elevate? who Who is in that spot that would be like, oh, we're, we're going to shotgun you into the main event title picture? I'll be
3: honest, Dave, right? As you said it, I said probably Gunther. <laughs> <I> think is <Gunther's laughs> yeah. probably the like the, he's the. We're two weeks out. I don't think what? we have an Intercontinental Championship match set for Royal Rumble. I feel like he'll be involved. He had probably the most impressive showing last year outside sure. of Rhea Ripley. And I'm of, of a belief that <laughs> in a in a wacky world where tonight Jinder Mahal becomes a world heavyweight champion and Damian Priest cashes okay. in on him. Then maybe you know what I mean. You still could get your set. I still think you could do Seth Punk without the title. That's one.
2: Well, no, or you could do Seth Punk do the 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 Andre Hogan double DQ. You know, like get, like get each other eliminated and brawl outside the ring type move. I guess yeah. Seth, why would Seth be in the rumble? I don't know. Right. But regardless, you could have them take care of each other, and then. You could have, I mean, we fantasy books that we fantasy book this every year, I think. You could have Gunther win and then say, like, forget the titles, I'm calling out Brock Lesnar or something, Mm. you know, (laughs) and just do some like crazy thing like that. Yeah. Although that doesn't really fit with his character that much. I don't even think Gunther's going to get a look. I mean, listen, I do like the idea of having CM Punk somehow. I mean, CM Punk's been calling a shot, which would make him winning really unexciting in a certain way. Mm hmm. I mean, that's what everybody does, but he's such a big star to be like, I'll be in the world. I'm going to win the world, you know, over and over again. You know, I, it doesn't excite me too much. It'll excite me in the moment, but you know what I'm saying? Of course. I like the idea, though, of him sort of being, you know, him disappearing halfway through the match and, and you could run back Cody Gunther as the last two, you know, and then maybe Gunther wins and you can do something with that. But I just don't, there's no spot. There's just no spot. I mean, unless you throw Brock
3: Lesnar in the Royal Rumble and you, and you start off the Brock Gunther, you know, tease there, mm -hmm. maybe. And then you could circle back to Cody Punk, uh, Cody and, uh, CM Punk as your last two. Uh, but man, it's, it's one of the, it's, I can't, I can't lie, man. Like, I really can't call it for this Royal Rumble, man. Like, I think every year for the past several years, it's felt like, they've pulled the trigger on the right guy for the Royal Rumble for the male Royal Rumble I'll say mm-hmm. like every year it's like okay this is Cody's year and Cody got it the, the year before I think it was um gosh who was the year before Cody when it Seth was it Seth who won it
2: uh Brock. dude I'm- it was Brock 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 my
3: bad yeah okay Brock made sense to win that right uh Drew made sense to win that like they all had the momentum where it was like, okay, they're making the guy and they're going to do it. Um, this year, uh, there's so many top guys that I really can't call it. And I think there's so many. I think that the reintroduction of the World Heavyweight Championship sort of makes it a lot more tougher to call, especially with the rock looming in the, in the shadows and this finish the story stuff. And like there's so many ways they can go with it. I can't necessarily what? call it either way.
2: Um, can we all agree the Rock will be at the Royal Rumble?
3: I don't know. I don't know if he'll be in the Royal Rumble. I,
2: will he be at the Royal Rumble? Like, will he be not in the Rumble? I mean, will he be there at the event? Like, or do you think he's going to save it for a Monday Night Raw?
3: I'll put it like this, man. If the Rock's at the Royal Rumble and he's not in it, it's kind of a waste. I think. I think it'll you don't backfire. think he can just
2: have him come out at the end of the show and stare down Roman.
3: I think it'll backfire. I think he's done enough. He's done enough random show ups in the past year. That if he shows up after the after thirty other people just like tore the, the wait, house wait, down. Wait,
2: wait, wait! I understand what you're saying, but The Rock's not going to work the Royal Rumble. Rock. The Rock's not going to go. He for... should. Okay, he should. okay, but if okay, but if everybody agreed that The Rock's going to work the Royal Rumble, you know what that would mean? That would mean The Rock would come in at thirty, yep, and rock bottom some fools, and then yep. win the match. I would yep. rather, <laughs> but that's even more disappointing having The Rock come out of nowhere and win in 30 seconds. Like, I would rather him just come to the stare down at the end of the show. So you're
3: saying the quiet part out loud,
2: Dave. You're saying the quiet part out
3: loud. The Rock is in the many situations where he could be in the no-win category. They're really testing the limits of how much do you motherfuckers really want to see The Rock? Yeah. All Right? Like, it's if he comes at the end of the Royal Rumble where everybody's already, like, had this very legitimate thing that we've done our entire, the, the entire history of the WrestleMania, that determines who main event, it, and he just show up and stare at the guy, and you're going to do this again? People are going to have a shit. If he shows up and, 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 and is number 30 in the Rumble, and tosses Cody out, people are going to flip a shit. like You're really testing how much you really love Rocky, so I think when we had Van on the show last week, that's why I thought for The Rock to be involved in any of this, he's got to be a heel. He's got to know that, like, if he does what you say as, as showing up after the Rumble, if he does what I say, just being a surprise in the Rumble and throwing out all your favorites at, at, at number 30 and standing on the top and saying, like, dude, this is my joy. I don't think there's a way that The Rock is involved in the Royal Rumble in two weeks that doesn't have him coming out not looking like the best guy. Yeah. Oh, we'll only have them coming out looking as like as a little bit of a heel, and I believe that's the way to go. I think if you get hook the no, rock up well, to a lie detector test, yeah, you would want to come back
2: and work heel too. I agree. I agree. It's tough. I agree. So the Rock Hogan that we keep referencing, because I think that that's always going to be the point of reference here, was O two. Yeah, oh, WrestleMania X eight. Yeah. WrestleMania eighteen. Hmm. Wait, was. Did Lesnar, Lesnar was not on that card, but did Lesnar debut right after that? Was Lesnar an O2 debut? I think it was the Raw, the, the Rock-
3: Mania, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um That's a cool point of reference, because we're talking about all these dudes. Hold on, let me pull it up. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yay or nay? <laughs> Tell me which of the, which of the, the, the 2002 WWE roster members... Would be a plausible champion in 2024. <laughs> world champion. Ready? Mm. Um, most oh man. Some of these guys aren't around anymore. Although I gotta got tell you, O2 is looking a lot better than it would have, you know, than 92 looked in <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, all right. Of guys who are still sort of around. Rikishi. Mm, no. No. Just let me have to for you, no. Rob Van Dam, plausible champion. Mm, I love Rob Van Dam, no. Okay. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. I'm going down. This is the WrestleMania roster. I'm gonna throw Brock Lesnar on the end, but this is the WrestleMania. This is crazy. DDP.
3: No. Love DDP. Okay.
2: You know who remember who DDP fought? Christian. Christian. Plausible. World plausible plausible champ, right?
3: Definitely. If he if he walked, if he if he if he showed up in the Royal Rumble this year, by the
2: way, and challenged
3: Seth Rollins, I'd be like, yeah, that's a world heavyweight championship match right there.
2: Talking about (laughs) his father. All right. This is a good one. Maven. Back in the I mean, public eye, Maven as world champion. I, 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 he would be a digital champion. Plausible? No, <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 no. I love Maven, but no.
2: Okay, Gold Dust. No, <laughs> no. But world you don't Final think feud. that Dustin Rhodes coming back, putting on the gold, and like just having one last run that he that like people would just like cheer him to a championship? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he can just get his brother's story. He can get in the way. Yeah. yeah, wrestling has more than one royal family. But <laughs> my story, motherfucker, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the ad libs would be wrestling has more than one royal family and that
2: weird brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's so many good ones here. Okay, <laughs> Kurt. Kurt Angle. Absolutely, Kurt Angle's always really? in my eyes.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Kurt Angle's the most the most memeable person of 2024. You he might get
2: shocked at the total. World <laughs> do, you, do you remember who Kurt Angle fought at 18? Yeah. Uh, Kane. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, here's a a hint. He endorsed Trump yesterday uh, for president.
3: Glenn Jacobs. Benjamin?
2: No, just kidding. Uh, Oh, Lord. uh, Glenn Jacobs, Kane. Is Kane a plausible champion? Uh, In full full gear? Uh, uh, (laughs) Even in his
3: prime, he was never really like, you know. Right. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, is he
2: any less plausible now than he was then? No, 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 not world champion. Okay, uh, Undertaker. Yeah. No, nope, but his opponent. <laughs> yeah. The na- the nature boy Rick Flair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, look at that Flair with that new big gold belt. Yeah. No, no, no. No, neither one of no, them. No, neither uh, one of them. All right, there's there's so many good ones on here. Edge. <laughs> yep, yep. Edge is, right? Booker Still. T. Mm. Booker T looks pretty damn good at his if age, were If Book worked for like... Because it, it's just that he's been retired or semi-retired for so long. If he worked for like three, four months, I think it's totally plausible. You know, if he was on TV. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think yes. about my idea about not... About doing the main event of both nights of WrestleMania is a triple threat with a major legend involved. And we have The Rock... Roman and Cody on night two. And we have Punk, Rollins, and Austin on night one.
3: Listen, man. Stone Cold Steve Austin's been doing a lot of physical stuff on his IG. He's doing cold plunges. He's back in the gym. He looks he looks ripped, man. You heard the rumors about Punk and Austin at WrestleMania too. Like it wouldn't hearing that glass break in Tampa wouldn't shock me. That's if he true. if he ended up in the Royal Rumble somehow, like, I think I don't think they're going to do what they did last time
2: with Austin. I think if he worked it to match, I like think a proper I, match.
3: No, I think he's going to get the shock return and right into wrestling. Oh. Like, I think he, I don't think they're going to man. I don't think they're gonna, I think I know I bring this up.
2: I, I bring this up way too much uh, on this show. And so this preamble is probably not helping. But there is a long standing thing where like the Rock and Stone Cold, they, there's no beef. But no. they don't really, they don't, use, they don't really work the same show. I could see that, and I don't know one of those if guys 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 one and two of WrestleMania, WrestleMania count. But you know, but it's forty though, man. Yeah, forty is Isn't a nice, it's today, a nice round number. No, they were, I know, but there's, yeah. a, but there's, I mean, I, you you can talk them into it. Uh, okay. I just think it's not like a refusal. It's a, I think I've said it in these very words because this is how it was explained to me that Austin like at one, at one point was invited to be somewhere and he gave a 10 of yes. Then heard the rock was going to be there. And then he was like, yeah, then you don't need me there. And that mm, was right. it.
3: And that's, you know? and that's understandable. That makes sense. Business wise as well. And obviously. also you don't
2: want to get, I mean, I'm sure there's some level you don't want to get, you don't want to have to measure cheers. You know, you don't compare cheers, right? True, true. Uh, compare the, the pop, but you can do, but, but also there is a business. I mean, you can make it about business anyway. Okay. So Austin, yes. All right. Um, Scott Hall, rest in peace uh, Billy Gunn. <laughs>
1: Not
2: a world wow. champion. Wild, uh, Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo has a very like an almost a very underviewed but it, but compelling YouTube channel where he's like renovating an old house. So like props to Chuck Palumbo. Not a <laughs> um, world champion. Um, Farouk or Bradshaw or either of the Dudley boys or either of the Hardy, Hardy boys. Any of those guys got, got you going? <laughs>
3: I could've you could have sold me on Jeff Hardy about a year and change ago. Uh-huh. Now something he's begging to get on dynamite. Now he's like yeah. a,
2: like actively trying to like publicly I
3: don't
2: know. Anyway, the,
3: okay. The lengths, nobody has got more rope as a wrestling fan than me even than Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it's, all right.
2: um, it's now again, let's try to leave personal feelings out of this. We're just talking about plausible champion <laughs> at WrestleMania in the year twenty twenty four. Okay. The rock, is that an obvious yes? Can we all yes. agree that? Yes. Okay. Uh Hulk Hogan. Fresh off his saving someone from a fiery car wreck <laughs> or whatever he just did. I mean, it
3: would be 40 years.
2: It would be a long time, bro. That'd be
3: the like guys, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Oh no. No.
2: Did they say I, on cheap Heat that he should come back? they, they were, yeah, they were they, just they just threw the name out there. Mm-hmm. For his as uh, Rumble uh, surprises.
3: The only thing about the whole Hogan surprise in return is as popular or infamous that he may be, mm-hmm. his best use, as I believe with a lot of these legends, is putting someone over. And he last really I bump. looked, he can't bump. Yeah. <laughs> his knees are made of, of of Laffy Taffy right now. Like, And there's only a few things that I want to see Hulk Hogan involved in if he would uh, were to come back. Go on. None of it. (laughs) None of it involves him getting the upper hand on anybody. And if I went to more details about what what would make
2: you more mad if he won the championship at WrestleMania, or if he somehow won the championship tonight on Martin Luther King Day on Monday Night (laughs) Raw,
3: as an agent of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually much more beyond on board with him winning the title of Martin Luther King Day <laughs> than, than him winning the title <laughs> of
2: WrestleMania. Like, uh, okay, uh, last at least one. Then, then,
3: then it will be a great Damien Priest look where he just comes in and just wails on Oh, <laughs> yeah. Damien Priest <laughs> is way over. Um, oh, yeah. Okay,
2: last one. Or la- last match. Triple H. Oh, no. Plausible okay. champion but... in 2024. I, mean, I think in, he weirdly is and we know medically he's probably not yeah. clear so that would put some in it, but if he looks good Oh yeah he go still with, looks. I'm all about I'm all about the booker, you know, in this day and age, like going over and watching the crowd just melt down.
3: <laughs> what was that WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, mm-hmm. uh-huh. the Royal Rumble when the one versus all and stuff like that's how hated Roman was for a minute, right? Like <laughs> the authority figure won the world championship and it got like a huge pop.
2: Oh, crazy! <laughs> you
3: know what I mean, so all right, last
2: one. Triple H's opponent at Re- at WrestleMania 18, Brian <laughs> Jericho, Chris Jericho. Okay, <laughs> let's leave our personal feelings out of this. He, I think, I- yes, no. Nah, son. <laughs> I disagree.
3: I disagree. I, I, I Personal feelings aside. I don't even have personal feelings against Chris Jericho, but I get it. Stuff in the news aside. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he can still go, but I, I've said this about almost everybody of that generation. Your best asset is making other people look good.
2: Yeah.
3: And Chris Jericho hasn't made a whole lot of other people look good. And his feuds in AEW while he's active, while he's, I mean, granted, you know, no, I just don't see it. I don't, I I wouldn't want to see it. I'll put it that way. It's possible. It's possible. He's probably, out of all the people you name, he's probably the most, the person who's been champion the most recent,
2: but I'm just. You could definitely, you could definitely book a really interesting, like if you're, like if you're CM Punk or Cody Rhodes. Jericho making a surprise run in and beating him up after a match could be really fun. Right?
3: They have to play Judas over uh you know, they have to play (laughs) over the over the the crowd so they don't boom out the building. I just want to see the Judas WrestleMania entrance. Oh gosh. Well, it'll sound a lot different now. I yeah. (laughs) Um They won't use Judas. They gotta bring back. Uh, break I the know. walls. Break the walls down, down is too good. I know. Judas, break the walls Judas down. is. Such, I can't. Judas is I,
2: played, bro. I'm sorry. It was played from the beginning. It's not. Yeah. It's just. Come on. <laughs> come on. Um, no, I got you.
3: Yeah. Break that. the walls with the fake rage against the machine guy. Yeah. <laughs> same voice. I love <laughs> What's it. What's that
2: guy's name? We did a whole. Did we, I forgot did I, I think on he passed the away. Wrestling. Also,
3: I think no. he passed, Did he not? He's I mean, still I, with us, right? He was the guy in the DX band, right?
2: Yeah, Chris Warren. He's a Oh,
3: my bad. My fault, Chris. I didn't mean to kill you. I'm
2: oh, sorry. no, no. He did pass away. You're right. He did pass right. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, he passed away. Sorry, Google, did, Google had is up when, on the preview, but it is a was.
3: Damn, yeah.
2: Nah. Yeah, Chris Warren, I think,
3: sung uh, Break the Walls Down. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'd much rather hear that now than, than Judas. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's how you solve the booing problem in AEW. You try and get the rights to... break the walls down and fans would be so confused by the new song they wouldn't know what to (laughs) (laughs)
2: maybe i don't know that jericho thing is pretty amazing and they're just like figuring out ways to keep him out of the ring i'm
3: i'm kind of i'm kind of entertained by that i'm not gonna hold
2: you like (laughs) as a gimmick it's funny i mean as a as a practical matter it's a little bit difficult all right so we've gone all the way through uh the wrestlemania 2002 roster Oh, the whole thing was to talk about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is indeed a plausible champion. I think we can all agree in this mm-hmm. year. And yet, none of those people, none of those legends uh, are probably going to be champ unless it's The Rock. Um, yeah. Well, we're going to have plenty of time to book this. If you... who, uh, Let's go back to the Rumble for one second. Okay. Is there anybody that is not CM Punk, The Rock, Cody Rhodes. I think that's the whole list. Is there anyone besides those three who you really think could win the Rumble? You really think Gunther could win? Hear me out, Dave. No, 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 no. Just yay, yay or nay. Because I buy it. i I mean, I I know what you're gonna say. But is there is Gunther, I mean, if put Gunther in the plausible category, yes or no?
3: Yes, but there's somebody else out there that I think. Oh, you got somebody fun. else. Okay. I got somebody else. Hear me out, Dave. Hear me out, Brian. Mm-hmm. Our
0: truth,
3: our no. <laughs> truth wins the Royal Rumble and challenges for the European Championship. <laughs> and now everyone's confused. Our <laughs> truth wins the Royal Rumble by some happenstance. That's been—if you've noticed—the story of our truth since he's come back. He's been utterly confused, no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. but always ends up winning the match, right? <laughs> always ends up on the winning side somehow. If all the story of CM Punk, I'm coming back, I'm finishing my story. Cody Rhodes, I won it last year. I'm going back to back. First person do it since Stone Cold Steve Austin. You got The Rock, who surprises everybody and says, I'm coming straight for the head of the table. And those are your last three people. And the fourth guy <laughs> is our truth and can I cannot deal with this? <laughs> the Rock who eliminates everybody by accident. And the last person standing is our truth of the judgment day. Yes, of the judgment day. And now, because he's our truth, and he never really knows what's going on, he challenges for a title that is not even in circulation anymore. <laughs> and Nick Aldis and, and Adam Pierce get together and we're like, all right, listen, man, this guy run the Royal Rumble Fair and Square. You know, uh he doesn't even want the world championship and stuff like that. Like maybe of all of the all of the hollowed of all of the traditional hollowed WWE moments, the Royal Rumble match is the only stipulation of the match that hasn't been used comedically yet. It's the one thing. They've done it with the money in the bank. Can money you in the really bank out afford
2: to use that Yes, you can. I mean, yes, you can. I Let's just... not,
3: let us not be so withholding okay, to all let, of these let traditions.
2: Let me give you a totally different fantasy booking thing, and you tell me if, if you think it's okay. Okay. What if it, what if we get down to The Rock and CM Punk as the final two in the Rumble? Okay i saying that out loud. There's just no freaking way that's going to happen. The <laughs> so Rock and Sam Punk are staring down. The crowd's going wild. And then, like, Judgment Day comes out and r- just destroys both of them. And, there's, and the Royal Rumble is a non-finish. And Judgment Day is standing tall at the end of the night. Is that okay? Or are people going to be like, we didn't get a Royal Rumble winner. What's wrong with you?
3: I don't think people will fly with that. I don't think people will fly with that. I think once you got, if you got Rock and Punk out there, and, you know, if it's a non fin like, you need whatever happens at the end of the Royal Rumble, you need that point to the sign the fireworks. That is your official start to the road to WrestleMania. That's the, I'm going to Disney World for wrestling, right? Like, you need that moment. It's the one moment WWE has not used for sheer comedic purposes. And if you're not going to do you, you got to do it at least once, I believe.
2: And well, this, yeah, in theory, sure, but like, then yes. you actually have to pick the time to do it. And is it really the year where you have The Rock and CM Punk and Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso and uh, Sami Zayn all vying for that spot? It's precisely the year to do it. <laughs> it is all, precisely it's all the, the super duper stars and then our yes. truth is in there as well and somehow they all eliminate each other and he's just standing there shrugging his shoulders yes exactly
3: and he's it's all hells broken loose our truth has found some way some loophole something where he's just the last man standing and now the road to wrestlemania is more confusing and convoluted than ever and instead of and instead of our truth wanting to fight for the world championship, he's over there trying to sell his ticket to WrestleMania, right? Like he's over there trying to cut deals
2: with people. You gotta you sell statements. your. Can you sell your your main event spot at WrestleMania? Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay, like, in K-fabe. it's in a K-fabe, in, in K-fabe, How it's much a do you think that's
3: worth? In kayfabe, it's a contract, right?
2: Like, it's it's basically just, hey. I mean, you could sell the money in the bank briefcase. If you, if you can put it on the line in a match, it I it presume you can
3: sell it, right? Yes, exactly. I figure if you can put it on the line in the match, it can be negotiated. So, in, in, be. In,
2: in kayfabe, how much money is that is that Royal Rumble win worth? If you wanted to sell your WrestleMania main event spot, is it worth a million dollars? It's got to be. Over under a million dollars. Brian, what do you think? It's got to be a million dollar ticket. Oh yeah, definitely.
3: That's a payday. Uh,
2: I would say over a million. At least. At least. Because Cody, Cody's got a million he could spend on it. Right. The payday.
3: Cody, Punk, and Rock all got the bread for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Rock definitely got the bread.
2: Yeah. Gunther mm-hmm. probably saves money, takes care of it. I'm sure, Cody, I'm sure Gunther's extremely frugal. He's got a, you know in some, mean? you know, Eastern European tax haven or something. Yeah, or of he's, course. He's, some Swiss bank account that nobody yeah. knows about. You know what I mean?
3: Definitely. Uh but well, R Truth comes out of this smell like roses, because now he's just negotiating with all the main event players on the road to WrestleMania
2: to get this ticket to the Royal Rumble that he doesn't Can even want. Imagine how <laughs> that if you think The Rock has the potential to get booed, if you wanted The Rock to get booed at WrestleMania, I'll give you the surefire way. Have him offer an obscene amount of money to our truth <laughs> to get that spot.
3: Basically, if like, I listen, I got <laughs> money, I'll give you an offer you can't refuse. Basically, and now superhero rock, he bought his way to the main event of the re- of WrestleMania 40. What an asshole! He this cut is, off, Cody's, I don't want to. I mean, I'm
2: not gonna, I'm not gonna, do, I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna do this anymore. Didn't finish Cody's story. <laughs> yes, he's
3: taken the head of the table. He, all, he told Roman Reigns, kneel down and hand over the, the heir of the mm-hmm. tribal chief. to is no, The rightful owner of the table. And here, R-Truth, here's a few bands to give me your old ticket to WrestleMania. You don't want that. And, and, and promises him a movie role that he never delivers on. And he never no, delivers on. That, like, I was gonna that, that, that in, would be pretty funny. going to put you on Black Adam too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh, said would be in Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, tell you. But besides, It'll so work. sorry. Besides our truth, is there anybody else plausible as a winner <laughs> yeah. of the Royal Rumble outside of
3: Cody, Rock, and uh, Punk,
2: and Gunther? Let's throw Gunther in there as the as the first Gunther Navy. in there too. Um, man, in another I year, guess, I guess You would Sammy's say Uso. I'll say
3: Sammy or Uso. La Knight.
2: assuming let's pretend that La Knight and Orton and AJ are in the Rumble, I would still say Sammy's the guy.
3: I will yeah. still say Sammy's the guy because he's been off TV for mostly most of the year. He would be the most insane underdog. And if there's a story that really could be finished, I mean, I could argue that the feud between Sammy and Roman has been leaps and bounds better than the feud between Roman and Cody. Roman and Cody really didn't get cooking yeah. until like a month and change into wrestlemania whereas sammy and roman have this years long story where you know he could be the the true ultimate like underdog story of all underdog stories where sammy Zayn wins the Royal Rumble and he goes to challenge roman reigns to finally you know finish off that story and that's like your new you know think about it wrestlemania 10 you got bret hart at the end of the night holding up two titles, underdog, WrestleMania 20. You know who ended up at the end of WrestleMania 20 holding up the titles? Two underdogs, two guys that probably didn't expect to be at the main event picture. WrestleMania 30, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, got a guy, ultimate underdog, didn't expect to be at the main event of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania 40, if it's not Cody, if it's not Seth. If it's not Punk, if it's not Gunther, if it's not any of these guys, Sami Zayn, Wrestlemania 40, that's your guy if you got to go with anyone else.
2: All right. Um, Want to talk about TNA wrestling? Yes. Let's cross the line, damn it. <laughs> uh, Dolph Ziggler was their big surprise. They tri- they, they they did the the, the RoboDope, but made it think that Dana Brooke was going to be the big reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whose name is Ash by Elegance. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so she's there. Um, Top dollar. Top dollar's there. Good, good, good,
3: good segment with him and Who Kid, too, by the way. I thought that (laughs) was I agree. I
2: I thought that was entertaining. I I like the top dollar signing, one, because I like him, but also because um, it just feels like TNA knows exactly who they want, right? Mm -hmm. They're not rushing out there and getting into bidding. It's like they look at the field of 40 free agents, and they're like these two. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, like they got Dirty Dango out there, like working a role for them. You know, I mean, I've always thought he was underrated, but still, it's like there's a very specific Vladimir Kozlov sort of TNA guy that they just oh, yeah. can make money with. You know, I mean, they're make money. They can, they can really make work. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that show, man. Uh, I mean, it, it was, it was a really like every top to bottom, it was a whole lot of fun. Oh yeah, crazy he Steve! I
3: really loved uh, Trinity and Jordan Grace put on a great match. Also,
2: oh yeah, Jordan Grace back in you know as the the knockouts championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moose looked great, by the way. I mean, yeah, man, Moose is
3: a specimen, dude.
2: Ever, I'm always, incredible. I mean, I don't watch him enough, but like every time I see him in a big match, I like I've I forget that he's actually really good and really fun to watch. Yeah, definitely, I'm a fan of Moose's. Um, I'm excited for Moose and Moose and Nick Nemeth. Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. I think it's Nemeth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I, I knew how to pronounce it until I tried to say it live on the air. So <laughs> thanks world. Uh, everything. The tag team championship four-way was just absolutely bonkers. Uh, Saban retaining. I thought was the right move, especially on the night when Alex Shelley's going to, uh, going to lose. It was, it was just a whole does lot it, of fun. Does it
3: strike you that, that, Impact slash TNA is the fun, the fun pro- promotion. It's no. the fun promotion for
2: me. No, absolutely not. L- yeah. You look at, the, I mean, if you were, if they didn't exist, and you were looking at the wrestling world right now, and you had the, you were starting a rival promotion in the same, you know, AEW made the right bet at the time that they started, right? Yeah. Well, old school, serious, you know, bare knuckle wrestling, like whatever. Uh, along, you know, and obviously that's just a piece of what they do, but like that is like the sort of you know organizing ethos. And now, if you looked at it, you'd be like, "Man, it's got it's just fun, fun,
3: fun show, man! Fun wrestling. They got great characters. They got just enough sports entertainment, and every once in a while, they're bringing a Vi- a Vikingo, they're bringing a Will Osprey, they're bringing some guy that has all the street cred in the world. Speedball, obviously, is already there, and uh, you know they do enough other stuff that brings in you know the casual viewer. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, there's." There's such and such. Oh, that looks, that, that looks dope. That looks fun. And they're back into the TNA. They're doing bigger houses now. They're coming back into the United States. I know they taped a lot in Canada over the past year, but you know, I think with the boom that's happening right now, they're going to see a little bit of benefits. Signing Nick Nemeth is big for them. I think Top Doll is going to do some good work for them as well. Um, I mean, I don't know the status of Trinity at the moment. I mean, there's rumors that she might be wrapping up and, and heading back to, uh, WWE. But, I mean, I got to give credit where credit is due, man. And I think we do that a lot. Impact slash TNA rarely disappoints me, right? Like, they yeah. always under. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of people who under-promise and over-deliver. And I feel like they probably do that with.
2: And you know, Okada's back there character. now, too. Or he's working a match, working a show for them. So he worked a show worked for the them. Show. The but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big Joe Hendry fan. I've almost put him on a lot of rankings and draft mm-hmm. pools and all the other gimmicks that we've done over the years. Yep, uh, I think him and yep. Top Dollar have already been a lot of fun. Um, the, the music video
3: he did was hilarious.
2: <laughs> just fantastic, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and I forgot Hammerstone and Josh Alexander. That match was awesome.
4: Yeah, I really, like really. I, I mean, Alexander can't have a
2: bad match, but uh, but uh, but Hammerstone's an interesting one. Now that he is he did he sign with TNA or is he just a free agent who is working this working some for TNA? Do we have an answer for that? I have no idea. I think he's still sort of a free agent, and I and I and he's he's a guy that I think everybody, I think the the you know jury is still out on him a little bit in terms of his like work rate and and you know what we're going to see from him if he works like kind of a, in a full time you know full time gig. So uh, obviously he's got a look, um, and you know some MLW championship reigns under his belt or whatever. So he 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 could he could really be something, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with him. Uh, But you're right. They're the fun. This is the fun thing. They're they're the fun. The fun promotion.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, That X Division. Nobody. Nobody
3: cries about ratings for Impact. Nobody's crying about free agency and who's getting money. This, that, and the third. No backstage BS. Mercedes and Bailey are back there, and that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a. It's just a fun show. Like, it's Impact slash TNA exists in this like weird space where nobody has beef with them. Yeah. And they just kind of work with everybody and they just do fun, good shows every time out. And I'm glad that they're growing again. And I'm glad that they're gaining the momentum. I think they've, they've done some awesome work over the past several years. Tom Hannafin is obviously a good friend of mine, brings a lot of legitimacy uh, to the, to the booth as well as a, uh, you know, Matt Ruult, the, the former Aiden English from the, from the Vaude villains. Um, so great. They're good, man. I really like their show and they don't, they don't, I don't maybe I'm not privy to it, but they don't seem to be as involved as with the wrestling drama as other promotions are. They're just allowed to exist and just have yeah, good totally shows, true. which is great. You know, so if you get a chance to catch a TNA slash impact show, man, don't miss out on it, bro. It's good. It's a good mix of everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird that them and and Battle for the Belts were going on head to head with NFL playoff games uh on Saturday. Uh, so, but I think for a lot of people like me, you're watching football and you're, you know, all of a sudden you're second screening it with pro wrestling. It's not, not a bad look. Not, not a bad, bad look,
3: look, man. You're home watching TV anyway. Might as well flip it on. The only thing that sucked about it was that one of those games is on Peacock. So you couldn't really flip back and forth. You had to come out the app and go into your YouTube TV. Open your, your computer. Open
2: your laptop. It's not that complicated. guys. We all got 15 uh, screens.
3: You're right. But this, you know, I, I could only watch football with my legs up. and some food in my mouth. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. the, and it's got to be I can't I can't small screen football. Football is not a small screen experience. So no, you got to throw TV. wrestling on the laptop. That's wrestling funny. goes on the laptop. Yes.
2: Um, Deanna Purrazzo wrestle What was the big look from Collision? Deanna Perrazzo, Oh, we had Adam Copeland versus Lee Moriarty. That was pretty fun. Um, and I like these
3: Adam Copeland open challenges, too. I think yeah. it's going to lead to some cool shit.
2: Yeah, it was, I mean it was it wasn't like a like a like a pay-per-view style collision, but there was a ton of star power. You know, we had Adam Page wrestled and Hook, potential future champion. Hook wrestled. Um, and House of Black uh went over on FTR and Daniel Garcia. They see Alistair, I mean sorry, Alistair, Malachi Black almost do the the Daniel Garcia dance. That was like the <laughs> big dramatic moment. It was no, it was that match was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um Dustin Rhodes.
3: Yeah, Dustin, the Dustin Rhodes uh, redemption story is yeah. getting pretty good. You know, he got a good win over Willie Mack, the Crossroads, and the, and the Curtain Call. Um, yeah, he's got a matchup against it looks like the uh, Christian for the TNT title pretty soon. And I don't know if it met that's why they were that the that's what they were warming him up for. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like Christian's gonna lose that title for a while, unless it's gonna be a shock win or against Adam Copeland.
2: Yeah, probably true. Um, you want to do a little raw preview?
3: Yeah, let's get
2: raw, man. We mentioned this. I mean, we've talked about this a lot already. Seth freaking Rollins versus Jinder Mahal for the world heavyweight title. You really think Jinder might win? You think they might do the Jinder win? And okay, first of all, let me ask you this. If Jinder wins, is it necessarily just a setup for a cash-in attempt?
3: I would think so. Because Drew McIntyre kind of called it, you know, called his spade last time out, right? He was like, you idiot. You could have waited until after the match to question it on me. Why did yeah. you do it during the match and ruin it for everybody, you know? So I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to do the same thing again if they're going to at least tease it. If they're going to tease it, it's got to come after the match. And, you know, if it happens after a Seth win or before or after a gender win, which I don't think is going to happen, but boy, would it be interesting? If, if, if Jin did that go over tonight. I don't think it's going to happen. Let me say that again.
2: You think Seth is going to win? Good.
3: I think Seth is going to
2: win. Okay. But after this
3: week, after the last several weeks with The Rock and Seth and Tony Khan and Trending and... Even though I was on the right side of history, a lot of people now starting to look back at the gender rain with rose colored glasses. Uh-huh. Say, well, well, it actually wasn't that bad. Well, you know, actually, he did look like a million bucks. And while it is, you know, it's been a while. Maybe he's gotten better. Like now, you know, at the very least, Seth and gender are going to burn the, burn the bitch down tonight. Like yeah. no, there's no, there's, I'm no doubt in my mind. It's going to be like, there's gonna be no doubt in my mind. Wrestling, Twitter, and social media, you are so predictable. You're gonna get online tonight after Seth and Jinder have a match. And you're going to be like, wow, actually that was I might have been one of Jinder's best matches. Oh man, Jinder could actually go. It's gonna happen. Seth has prided himself on this this championship run and getting the best matches out of people. And they've got history. His first NXT title win was against who? Gender mahal way yeah. back when you know what i mean so i truly believe this and we haven't seen gender really have any real matches in a long time so maybe there's some uh, there's a few tricks or there's some new stuff that we're probably he's gonna pull out that we haven't seen in a
2: while do you think gender do you think gender is actively like practicing the canadian destroyer <laughs> in the gym right now
3: i hope to god no <laughs> we need less we need less canadian destroyers in professional wrestling i'll it looks tell you so that.
2: it looks, it's so ridiculous when it's the um, most ridiculous move <laughs> when, when when dustin does it i do, it's like the, my least favorite thing in the world but that but i do appreciate the sort of gimmick of like look how old i am and i can do this move right yeah. like it's but that would be ginger's thing too you don't think i can do a move watch me do a move <laughs> if Jinder does like a flying head scissors or a
3: Canadian. Jinder is actually
2: Canadian, by the way. He could do the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's true. That's true. Um, um, but that, no, that I think it's gonna good. I think it's gonna be a great match tonight. I think it's it's probably gonna be one of those matches that stands out. i now i hope it's not. Um oh I got I got some news. I got some news, I got some news. Uh Sunday this past Friday, uh the match between Austin awesome Theory and Carmelo Hayes oh, yeah, uh, yeah. ended abruptly. Through a, through a botch, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm hurt. I heard that. I Austin think everybody Theory saw is, that, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Heard Austin Theory is okay. Um, said it was just a freak accident. Uh, but you know, the refs did the right thing and stopping that match and, uh, you know, continuing on, uh, you know, for the, for the safety of both of those performers. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to drop that in there. I heard from a, heard from a good authority that Austin Theory is, is, is doing okay, uh, as of today. So that's good to
2: hear. That's great news.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it um, looked scary, man. Not gonna hold you. Definitely looked scary.
2: Well, it looked awkward, and then just calling it in this, like right on the spot, was just like he, you know, he felt terrible. Oh, he
3: felt right on his neck, man. That was yeah. it was a tough, tough look. But yeah, th- definitely wanted to throw that out there before I forgot.
2: Um, we also got a couple of tag matches on Raw tonight. Um, Judgment Day versus The Miz and potential Royal Rumble future Royal Rumble winner, Our Truth. I love Miz. The thing is with these guys, they just get so super over like it just out of nowhere like our truth You got to kind of know where the ceiling is. I feel like reuniting with them is is an appropriate upside to what's going on right now, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so they're fighting, and then DIY is fighting the other two dudes in Judgment Day for uh, kind of setting up their future w- WWE tag team title shot. You mean Tom, Tom and Nick Mysterio? <laughs> yeah. Tom and Nick? <laughs> uh... Yeah. So that's happening. And also, Gunther is returning. We've got a big focus in the tag team ranks, but, you know, then the IC title ranks is really what we're going to speak paying attention to. What do you think Gunther's going to do? They're hyping up this return. What do you think it is? Is he announcing that he's in the Rumble? I
3: don't think he's going to—I don't know if he's uh, announcing he's going to join the Royal Rumble. I hope he does. But Ludwig Kaiser got a pretty big look last week, oh, yeah. injuring Kofi. He looked pretty badass. Uh, you know, with that running, you know, kicking to the, to the steel stairs or whatever. And he looked like, you know, he looked like a main event dude, not main event dude, but he looked like a dude that was ready to break out. You know, they, they've shown like the, the promo packages with him, just, just him yeah. for the past several weeks and having him, you know, he's, he's been working Kofi a lot on these house shows and the holiday tours. I know he worked Kofi, uh, in, in the garden and, and in LA as well. And now having him you know, effectively injure Kofi or take Kofi out, one would think that this is going to lead into something more with him. Um, but I don't know. Maybe this will be something that Gunther, you know, looks at him and is, and is uh, pleased with what he's seen. I, I'm not necessarily sure if it's going to lead to something uh, that involves the Intercontinental Championship um, with the New Day or Kofi or Woods or something like that. But I think after last year's Royal Rumble, it would it would make the most sense, especially when the United States title is already being defended. It would make the most sense for Gunther to be in the Royal Rumble. Yep, I um, think he's enough of a he's enough of a, a he's enough of an obstacle that people would at least hedge some of their their Royal Rumble bets if he announced that he was in it.
2: Okay, you weren't here on Thursday. We didn't even mention on Thursday, which is a real oversight. But I was say I wanted to save this for you. Mm. We got to get out of here. But as the president of the NWO, the Nigerian World Order. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes, Do you have a comment on Obafemi (laughs) winning the North American Championship in a shocking turn of events on NXT?
3: Mm. Uh, The Nigerian delegation has been very proud of Obafemi ever since he he joined NXT. Um, The fastest NIL signee to championship pipeline in history. Which is pretty um, impressive.
2: I mean, it only it started pretty recently, but still it's so it's,
3: it's very impressive. I mean, roll tide, you know, that you know, Nick Saban's gone, so you know, at least Alabama got that win uh, you know, as a North American champion. But um, There's a lot know, of
2: men by the way, there's a lot of confusion out there on the internet that he played football. He did not play football. He didn't play football, no. He, not he was a track football. and field guy, but 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 by the way, the confusion it's not just people here, in Alabama, and they think football. It's the WWE's press release when they signed him said he played football. So just yeah, you, know, you can get on WWE for that. that. But yeah, anyway, that's their fault.
3: Uh, but no, Fufu powered Gunther has been awesome. Um, we, we love him, and yeah, like I, somebody said this on I forgot who tweeted it. Forgive me for not shouting you out, but somebody was like, if Vince would have saw Obafemi in his heyday, he would be on Monday Night. He would be on Monday Night Raw. He'd be on the first thing smoking on Monday Night Raw the first minute he sees them in the performance center. And I couldn't agree more. Like he is a physical specimen. He can talk.
2: Dude, if I had to pick, if I could pick one body that I wish every wrestler looked like, it would be his. Like if you had to give like he looks like he he just to be like He's 22 years old. He is not, he
3: is still wet behind the ears. When he was born, TRL was still on. When <laughs> he was born, like that's how young this dude is, bro. Like I, he is got he's got the entire world ahead of him. The North American Championships continues its strong lineage of black champions, which I love for NXT and Shawn Michaels, and I think Obafemi and NXT in general just needed a new monster. They needed somebody who just felt very final boss like, and Obafemi. Didn't waste no time with that breakout tournament contract. He cashed that bitch right in and immediately established himself as a force in NXT. I'm a big fan, obviously. And he I think he's gonna do great things in WWE, man. He he's got the thing. If you if you didn't even watch him wrestle, all you gotta do is watch some of his backstage promos where he says maybe a grand total of twelve words. And you're like, I believe that dude. <laughs> Whatever
2: he's selling, Nina? I'm buying. Do you, who Who? will end with this? Let's guess right now. Without any Googling, who do you think was WWE champion on the day that Obafemi was born?
3: <laughs> mm. On the day Obafemi was born, the world champion was either Triple H, I'm going to guess Triple H, or
2: Kurt Angle. That's what I would have guessed. Brian, do you, have a, do you know the answer to this? Wait, 2002? Two thousand one. He was born uh he was born May twenty first, oh, two thousand one. Now it's Steve easy. Austin. There you go. Winner of <laughs> oh. X seven. He lost he he did lose a title to Kurt Angle. Uh but yeah. Um Stone Cold Steve Austin. Future WrestleMania 40 headliner. Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin. Was ch- that, that's it. I mean, that's 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 how young this guy is. He's amazing, for Femi. I'm so oh. excited. This was and that was a great time just to go ahead and push the button. You know, oh, yeah. I mean the, the Part of the problem with the Money in the Bank briefcase is the, t- the, the top of the card is just so walled off, right? I mean, it's just so hard to imagine getting to. Um, and it's not plausible. That I mean, it, it's not fun. It's not as fun if somebody obvious wins the briefcase because, you know, why the hell does Cody Rhodes need a briefcase to get a title shot? He doesn't. <laughs> By the way, nice win over Chensei Nakamura. And if you're one of these people getting mad about it being a street fight and not being different than Noel's Bard, I'm looking at you Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> I don't understand. Like it's just such a weird weird grievance. But anyway, um uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes doesn't doesn't need a briefcase to do it, right? And so it's fun if somebody up and coming gets it, but then like how what's the how do you book him into it? We've been this is where we've been with with Damian Priest since he won it. So maybe tonight, maybe maybe he cashes in somehow. Maybe. I think he's going to hold it. I think we're going to I think we're holding serve till WrestleMania. I don't think there's any way that they're doing punk and Seth without the title on the line. Nah. No. Uh, you could do it. I would. You could do it, but it's going to main event night one, presumably. Mm-hmm. Let's gotta give it the title. You know, no I mean, it's anyway. Anyway, do we leave anything out, Brian? Nope. Oh, Jungle Jack. Oh.
3: <laughs> Jungle Jack Perry back. I, I could have done without the armband. I thought the armband was so corny at the end.
2: <laughs> I could have done without the tearing up the contract. I could have done without, you know, I mean, I could have done without most of it. Um, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. But I'm scapego- interested. I was going to say I could do it. I could have done without Jack Perry, but that's going too hard because I am interested. I mean, you want to see where they go with this kind of thing, right? I mean, that's this is exactly why, this is exactly what you want from your young, kind of not yet fully established, Wrestling stars. If yeah. they can do, they you know, send, send them all on excursion. Shit.
3: He WWE was a pillar. That. He was a pillar once upon a time. Now he looks like, he looked like he's been on the run, like Logan for the since. <laughs> it looked like he ran back from Wembley to Japan and finally made it there. Didn't shave, didn't cut his hair. Just walked there like Forrest Gump.
2: Yeah. Maybe maybe he's <laughs> jogged the whole way. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's nuts. So we'll keep an eye on that one too. Um yeah, we'll see. Anyway, you want to get your plugs in, Kaz? Yeah, man. Uh, you
3: catch me on CalNet, Fanatic Sportsbook, uh, every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, you can catch me on new episodes of This Is Awesome and uh, WWE Ultimate Show on Peacock. All you folks who struggled with the app this week, promise you, not that hard to find. Go find it. And yeah, um, that's all I got this week, and uh, it's good to be back. Thanks for all the kind words this this holiday season.
2: Really do appreciate it, my family. Congratulations, so man! Thank, thank you for do, thank you for coming back so quickly. Feel free to take any shows off you need to hang out with your daughter, but we'll miss you. So don't do that. Actually, uh, um, as
3: long as I get my Roman graphic, I'm good, bro.
2: Brian, <laughs> you got to work on that for next time. He's uh, for next week. Even though You're he was here, director.
3: huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to put in the you got to put in He's the. He's delegating, bro. He's delegating. That's your job now
2: all right all right we'll do it i'll work on it i'll work cool on, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll work on so. it all right um anyway thank you brian for producing the show thank you all for listening thank you to ben cruz rep be sure to listen to all of the great shows on the ringer wrestling show feed cheap heat the mass man show and wednesday worldwide um thank you to my son aubrey for the intro this week uh and apologies as always to john moxley who wrestled a great match this week this is good how do we leave him out Let's have a John Moxley corner next time. Anyway, apologies as always for John Moxley. We'll see you back here on Thursday, Humanoids. Peace.
1: This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kids' education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.
4: This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes...